0: welcome to talking pictures trivia the podcast in which a group of geographically challenged friends explore movies through trivia as an excuse to keep their friendships alive i'm one of these friends and today's host nick and with me is tom and kj for those joining us for the first time we start off each episode with a movie quiz as these four rapid fire trivia questions will determine who earns today's trivia crown. The first question is worth one point and each question after that is worth one more point. Then we'll follow it up with our famous movie rant where anything goes. Tom, tell us about today's movie.
1: Walking up the theaters in 1959, we would have had to choose between North by Northwest, Disney's Sleeping Beauty, the shaggy dog and today's movie some like it hot i will be our questionnaire for today <laughs>
2: what
0: no no it's just funny
2: <laughs> usually you just roll right into the plot summary but it's nice that we got to say that you know one last time <laughs> try it again <laughs> no, no you're good you're good i'll probably oh, include I did.
1: it yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what is this movie about? Well, we have our two musicians, Joe, a saxophone player, and Jerry, a double bass player, who accidentally witnessed the St. Valentine's Day massacre. In order to escape from being killed by those gangsters, they go on the run dressed as women in an all-women's band, which travels from Chicago to Florida. There they befriend and start to compete over and fall in love with sugar cane the band's vocalist played by none other than the great Marilyn monroe as we go along hijinks ensue relationships boil and the gangsters who they thought they escaped seem to be in their path once again
2: it's time for question one
1: what is the only type of drink the speakeasy serves?
0: Oh, no. Locked in. Okay, this is all the way in the beginning. Is this a joke or you actually want to know?
2: It's a joke any wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. huh. they asked, I remember
0: what the gangsters were drinking. Does that help?
1: Well, there's, there's a specific scene where... The police detective asks, what is the speaky? Can I have liquor? And the waiter ah, says.
0: Okay, got it. Okay, locked in.
1: All right, what do you have,
0: Nick? Okay, I'm
2: going to say coffee.
1: KJ, what do you have?
2: Yeah, coffee. They only serve coffee. Very good. Coffee it is. The
0: gangsters were only drinking milk, though, in their establishment.
2: Ah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Buttermilk. That's why
0: I needed a little clarification there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, I've been drinking good coffee lately. I gotta say, I no more coffee why. break. No, you're no, back on No, I'm, I'm back on the coffee. Oh, and there's been some good coffee. Holiday, holiday spiced coffee is all right. What are you drinking? Uh, it's it's called mocha mistletoe, and it's just it's beans, and you grind them or whatever. So just black coffee, but it's. Delicious, and then the it's other got one got a I, nice name. <laughs> yeah, Mocha Mistletoe. Mistletoe. Mocha Mistletoe. Yeah. It's time for question two.
1: What analogy does Jerry, played by Jack Lemmon, use to describe how Marilyn Monroe's character Sugar moves? What is the analogy that Jerry uses to describe how Sugar moves?
2: Oh man. picture the scene they're standing at the train it's it's early on when they're wearing heels so they're kind of struggling and then she walks in and he says i just really like this line
0: oh my gosh i'm
2: coming up blank i'm trying to walk like that and see if it comes to me you could never walk like that cage Wow, it would take a while to practice
1: <laughs> which they did they actually hired people
2: uh, a woman to help them
1: like do the impersonation
2: from what I, I read tony curtis was nervous about it so he like trained really hard whereas jack lemon was so excited he just he didn't care he just that's yeah. why he looks kind of clunky
1: yeah he's jack lemon is uh, sometimes jack lemon is like a note too much i think in some scenes mm. but when he isn't he's marvelous like when you see him dancing with uh, exchanging the rose back and forth Mm -hmm. with his millionaire um it's (laughs) you know he he really like he's really kind of this sort of flappy and his face is so sort of forward and his lips kind of puck out so much um nobody's perfect yeah (laughs) he looks like a Raphael, doesn't he
0: well, I'm going to lock in just so that we can finish this question.
1: Uh, oh. oh, wait, Nick, you locked in first. So if yeah. KJ goes whenever he feels like it.
2: Yeah, I got to locked in. I don't even have a good joke. Um, so I just looked over. At, we have a pantry down here, and there's a thing of sugar. So I'm just reading sugar and sugar and sugar over again. Um, uh, moved like, um, I don't know, grains of sugar. All right, Nick, what do you have?
0: I don't have it. Uh, She moved like an angel, which is completely wrong. Just Uh, tell us what it is.
1: It's Jell-O on Springs.
0: Uh, (laughs) Ah, definitely (laughs) not an angel. so much.
2: (laughs) It's time for question three.
1: How do you get a group of
2: buzzed bandwomen to stop tickling you? Locked in. Man, I can picture this scene too. So they're on the train in the bed. They drop the ice. And then someone says, You're ticklish. Seemed like a very
0: dangerous scene for Jack Lemon. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm shocked they didn't realize he was not a woman.
2: <laughs>
0: Everybody is sort of like a little.
2: Clark Kent. a little clark kent
1: it's well everybody's also like a little dumb (laughs) like there's this sort of delightful (laughs) airiness to everyone right maybe dumb's a mean word there's sort of a um a sort of space cadet quality to a to a lot of people um probably tony curtis's character is an exception to this
0: i know kj didn't lock in yet but a specific scene was when Jack Lemon thought it was a good idea to go swimming. I'm like, <laughs> how are you covering this up?
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, ah, oh, audience. I have, I'm. This is a poor show. Locked in with 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 nothing. All right. Okay. Do you, you want to go with nothing? Um, uh you, uh, you start telling a story about a dog. Again, Nick. What do you
0: have? That was my favorite scene when he started telling that story about a dog. I mean, it just really (laughs) pulled up my heartstrings. I mean, okay. The real answer, I believe it's correct, is that you pull the cord to stop the train?
2: Oh, of course. Yep.
1: You pull the emergency brake. Very good.
2: It's time for question four.
1: Nobody is what?
2: Perfect.
0: In. Yeah, I was gonna say nobody's perfect. Yeah,
2: exactly. I, I
1: kind of
0: made the joke earlier. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's why I was like, maybe. We should Which was a funny ending. Mm-hmm. it's a Great.
2: Ending. Yeah, that's a great. Ending. I'm a
0: man. Nobody's
1: perfect. It's like the sweetest thing probably anyone could say in a movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like i ex- i really like i accept you no matter
2: what <laughs> do you want to do one more question just uh to... sure question five question five Go for it. it's time for question five
1: what is spatz's alibi for the night of the saint valentine's day murder mm-hmm. this is worth five so it could be
0: anybody's Oof. or nobody's Locked in, I guess. Same, locked
1: in. Yeah. Okay. What do you got?
0: He was playing
2: golf. He was at Giuseppe's.
1: No, he, he was at the opera.
2: Ah, oh, the opera.
1: Yeah, because it's there. Remember where they are? Friends of Italian opera. Yeah, the that's friends their, of the Italian <laughs> opera. That's their cover. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's at Rigoletto. That's his thing. Um. Oh, do you one more question so we end on a, a note?
2: On a, yeah, on a, on a on correct an a answer.
1: Note? Yeah, how about this?
2: It's time for question six.
1: What does the title refer to? Locked in.
0: Locked in.
2: All right, what do you got, Nick?
0: The style of music.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, very similar. Either how the music played or the type of music, yep. Mm -hmm. yeah
1: especially like the musical taste of people who like jazz to be you know more specific but there we go ending on a on a high note and nick as
2: usual has taken down the episode there it is he's
0: back if i show up that's great
2: (laughs) stay tuned for our gender bending movie rant coming up right after this break Join another Talking Studios production, Limited Lexicon, where we play through text-based adventure games. Text-based adventure games were computer games from before computers had graphics. The game uses text to describe a scene, and the player types back how they want to interact with the game. I'll read the text from the computer, and my co-host will feed me commands. This season, we're playing through The Hobbit from 1982 on the ZX Spectrum. Here's a quick sample.
0: I thought uh, a lot about our first command, and I think it should be no print, because we don't want to print things as we're going
2: along. I think by default, it's not going to print. And even <laughs> if I did print, where is it going to print to? 1982? I,
1: I would imagine if we go west, we're going to be south of the troll, right? Just south of the troll land. Yeah, let's
2: try it. You go west. The trolls clearing. The visible-
1: Oh, we died. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. The troll the troll saw us and killed us. So I think we have to say the answer to the riddle then. The answer is dark. Say dark, I think. Talk to what? Gollum. Say Gollum dark. You talk to Gollum. Thorin says, hurry up. And we died. And we died. So we went northeast last time. So let's go southwest. You go southwest. Visible exits are north, northwest. You see the valuable golden ring. Oh.
1: Uh, wow. here. That's perfect. Oh, That's nice. perfect.
2: <laughs> Limited Lexicon. Coming to your podcatcher and YouTube in late 2022 by Talking Studios. And we're back. Guys, this movie was a lot of fun. You know, I got a lot of Michael Hahn vibes from this movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other way around, so to say, you know? Yeah. Yeah, can you tell me more about that? Why why
1: did you get those vibes? I agree with you, but
2: yeah, I cuz it was silly. It was a movie movie. Right? It knew it was a movie. Um you, the suspension of disbelief you had to have the whole time. I think we were talking before there's kind of the Clark Kent syndrome going on here, like even though Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis looked great. I, there's no way you keep that up for this whole entire the, the whole charade. Um and Michael Hahn, I think had a lot of that too where they start playing baseball, they become the mayor. You just, you have to let that go. You have to be okay with that to enjoy the movie. Long for the ride. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's sort of a magical space you enter, right? And that that seems to be with a lot of kind of romantic comedies. Um, there's like the real world and then you sort of enter the magical place or the place where possibilities are had. It might not literally be magical, but it's the place that's different from the world we start in where there's, seemingly bizarre and infinite possibilities. So you think of Midsummer Night when they run into the the woods and everybody kind of gets the flower and, and starts falling in love. Um, there's a sort of quality to that here where Chicago is the real world. It's cold. People get killed. It's the Depression. And then we get on this train ride and there's a bunch of attractive women led by the most attractive woman ever <laughs> uh, who just kind of want to cuddle up with you. And I'm perfectly happy to believe that, you know, you're a woman and the bachelors, the millionaire bachelors are there for the taking. Uh, it, it's sort of a, a lovely escape. And it's also, I don't think, sentimental ever. The mm-hmm. movie's never se- sentimental. Even when supposedly Tony Curtis's character and Marilyn Monroe's character, like, quote-unquote, fall in love, it's utterly, de- it's utter deception, and the movie just ends with him going, sorry, and that's, <laughs> that seems to be fine. And we actually don't care about the and, reconciliation. Right? And she goes
0: away with him, too. It's not like I'm upset that you played me or anything. Like, it's just, oh, it was you all along. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. going. Yeah, well, he's a tenor
1: <laughs> sax player, and that's what you really like. You know, <laughs> you so there's you there's know. this, like, right, stupid right, little right. out, right? Yeah. Yeah, for that. Yeah.
0: You know what was perfect? The pompous character for Tony Curtis. It's just like a weird accent. Oh, sounds <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly yeah. like Cary Grant. If you ever hear Cary Grant's native oh, accent?
0: I think Cary Grant sounds nicer than that, no?
1: It, Cary Grant's British accent, which he almost never used in movies, oh, kind of sounds like as that. Oh, not his American, not his. That is American accent, but that's actually okay. kind of what Cary Grant sounded like. It's that's what was so strange when hearing it. Like, why? <laughs> it's like a not an upper class British accent. It's like a kind of a street accent. So I was like, what? Why is he doing that one?
0: That's the whole purpose. It's what he thinks affluence is. It's like a snooty, foreign yeah. British person. Yeah,
1: and she doesn't know any better. <laughs> right she doesn't know much at all (laughs) yeah she doesn't know anything so i love when he got
0: on the yacht and he's like this is oh wait no me no this room (laughs) he was trying to find like his way around the ship
1: and this is the morning room (laughs) Uh, they serve me here on wednesdays
2: in the small dining room (laughs) (laughs) so tom you mentioned the depression but this took place in 22 i think 29 was it twenty nine? Because they make a joke. What is the stock market gonna crash? Like they make yeah. a bunch of jokes that I think, um, I I did. I mean I I caught that one. But there was other ones that were probably very timely. That if you if it was it was a bunch of things that did happen. Right. Exactly. Like what does it? Do yes. That? You're like what does it do, do that? And I think so. This came out. Uh, the movie came out in fifty eight, and this took place in twenty nine. So then let me just. Fifty nine. I think.
0: I think fifty nine. But yeah, it so doesn't about matter. Thirty. One, fifty yeah, yeah, nine. Thirty years. years.
2: Thirty years, so that would be not too dissimilar from us watching Stranger Things today. Just to put it in perspective, mm-hmm. is what I was. Yeah. Kind of the point I was trying to get to.
1: But do you feel? I feel
2: Stranger Things is also very much celebrating the period that it's taking place in. Well, do you don't think this movie is? It's all the good music. It's you don't see any of the depression that's right around the corner. It's no, no, but high it's not energy. about the depression. Right. That's what I'm saying. The I diet. think it's mm-hmm. just the time frame. I don't know. I think they're celebrating the 20s the dancing you think so? the music the singing okay.
1: yeah I, m- maybe it is and i'm i'm not saying we do have a few musical numbers um
0: yeah but the 20s and all that like the roaring 20s are more like the flapper dancers and all that this was more like jazz right and like
2: well there's jazz, jazz on the, the outside. Outside. Yeah, jazz, yeah but, I mean, but i'm I, just I, saying
0: it's not the mainstream of what you think of well there the was flappers 20s. in the funeral
2: home right yeah. that was we yeah. saw that
0: That's
2: true
0: that is true I don't know yeah
1: the, the music was done by Adolf Deutsch um and Deutsch is is uh comes from kind of the silent movie scene um but he kind of came up um in the 30s doing like background music for the Gershwins and for Berlin um, for Oklahoma and things like that. Um, I I don't know. Do you find the music to be very much an homage to, to the 20s or to the jazz age, which is also known as the 20s?
2: As much as the intro to Stranger Things is a homage to the 80s.
1: I mean, I could be wrong with it. I did not get that feel. I got a sort of, um, I got a sort of, the setting was needed in order to get gangsters to go after yeah, liquor. You know what I mean? Like more like a, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um I could be wrong because <laughs> I when I, I just heard the music, it didn't it didn't bring me back to it sounded like, you know, kind of standard fifties fare. Um oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh but, you know, I can imagine like Sinatra singing that or something, you know. Rosemary Clooney,
0: rather. Usually, the Roaring Twenties ones are more of a celebration of excess, and I, this was more about these very poor musicians trying to make their way in this world and witnessing something and having to escape with their lives. So I didn't, I just didn't. I it was the setting, but I didn't feel like that was the key part. I feel like this story could have been told in different time periods. Like it was done in this one on purpose, but it, it probably could translate another times
1: yeah and it it it, you know has has been done a few times yeah yeah, like the men dressing like women in order to um you know do whatever it is they need to do I'm trying to think of some of it now I mean it's based on a novel called fanfare of love which is a a novel from the 30s um or excuse me not a novel excuse me a film from the 30s which was the you know Kind of the same thing. Must be thing. thinking
0: of the famous Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, or Mrs.
1: Doubtfire, yeah. But that kind of works in the same same
2: same thing, right? Um But another one I'm thinking uh in the birdcage, Gene Hackman has to cross dress to escape wherever he is.
1: I don't know. I, I find this like so many of the the lines, but like the line I I brought to the question, uh you know she looks like jello in heels or, or what does he say she uh, looks like jello on springs mm-hmm. to describe her kind of mood? it's a funny line um, it is a funny. A, line. yeah uh or you know nobody's perfect that type of thing that um, was
0: a really good ending <laughs> yeah but it's so and, ridiculous but it has to be for this film you know mm-hmm. like yeah it's
1: just so Big and fun and
0: kind of dumb. You know what
1: I mean? There's like no subtlety whatsoever in this movie. It has no tolerance for it. It just wants to um, it wants to allow these characters, these actors, room to sort of explore, like having to deal with this, this disguise that they're putting on. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really good
2: time. So this has nothing to do with the movie. In the hotel room, why did the bathroom have two doors?
0: No, oh. was it a Jack and Joe?
2: No, it just had two doors that entered the same room. Actually, that's uh, somebody I used to date had a bathroom like that. But then you lose <laughs> a wall in the bathroom, and you lose a wall in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> whenever I saw it, I was like, "Who in their right mind designed this hotel to put the two doors together?" Well, it's they're on two different walls. Oh yeah, yeah, it's two, not like a French door, like a double mm-hmm. French door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made for good blocking or whatever, because, you know, they could walk through it and throw things mm-hmm. out. You know, the guy can go in and then throw things out, but yeah. It's a really bizarre hotel Wouldn't it be there.
0: funny if that wasn't in the hotel room and that is just a.
2: <laughs> made for the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: It probably was. It's sure a set. Say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of things don't need to really make sense. Like they're completely broke; they have to sell their overcoats. But
0: that's the problem a... in this movie of what things don't make sense. It's yeah. the two doors to the bathroom. <laughs> you got it, KJ. You got it.
1: But you know, they have like they have a complete wardrobe, a woman's wardrobe that they're able to afford <laughs> on, on a on a dime's notice. Um, yeah, I you know, I think that's that's fine and i think like the train scene where like everybody gets drunk and sort of jumps into jack lemon's character's bed like it's so like kind of risque a little bit it was
0: uncomfortable though i feel like you'd be claustrophobic too like there's a lot of people
1: so it's claustrophobic for him but it's also such a delightful scene of like all these kind of like you know women getting drunk who just decide to jump into this dude's bed to do it you know not realizing it's a dude um and they're like falling out all over the place you can't make out where one body is and another body is they, they sort of kind of like envelop each other it, it's such a, like a lovely bit of blocking um and i also like how like the uh strict sue character doesn't notice until the break is pulled <laughs> and that's what wakes her up even though she appears to be like 15 feet away. Um, yeah. And Marilyn Monroe is, you know, she's kind of famously difficult in this movie. Um, she's sort of had a lot of trouble shooting it. She had a bit of a pill addiction at this time. Um, this sort of famously, uh, took like 43 takes in order to say the line it's me sugar, which included variations of sugar. It's me. And it's sugar me. Um, Sorry, yeah. So she has a, a leading role that she first worked with Billy Wilder in, uh, in that play, uh, excuse me, in that movie. And, um, he really didn't want to work with her in a lead role after this, even though she does have that as you're saying bit role in, in The Apartment. Um, but she's also the perfect person for that role, right? I mean, that, that, that sort of, you know, kind of glassy eyed, um, self-effacing, utterly honest. I mean, Sugar is a brutally honest person in this movie. She has no... Um, she has no real illusions or delusions about who she is. She doesn't seem to have any kind of concern lying. Um, she never seems to lie, right? Except to hide her liquor. Um, she's utterly fun. She like drinks. She likes men. Um, she's willing to kind of go after the, the, these men she likes. Um, when she's discovers she's been deceived, she's, she's fine. She gets over it. Um, there's a, a sort of, you could see, why you would want to pull someone like Marilyn Monroe into this movie, despite the the difficulty she gave for the production.
2: Another thing I noticed during the movie is scenes would end and Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis would still be talking. Mm. So it would either fade to black or fade to the next (laughs) scene or whatever, but they're still talking. So it was just a weird, you know, I'm sure they had to cut the movie time down, but I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie before where it's noticeable that, the scene's not over, but it's over for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
0: over. Mm-hmm. I just have to throw this in there to correct a correction of mine. She didn't have a bit scene in the apartment. She had a bit scene in All About Eve. I'm all over the place too. Oh yeah, just yeah. She'd have, she had a smaller that. role. That was one of and that her. That was role. earlier. Her, that was 1950. Yeah, so that was yeah.
1: Yeah, we remember that, right? We did that show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a she had a bit part. She was
1: she became the television actress. And, and that's what he says, you're going to television. And she goes, are there auditions for that? He says, it's only auditions.
2: <laughs> well, I'd like to once again congratulate our winner of the week, Nick. Nobody's perfect. <laughs>
1: you can rate and review this show anywhere podcasts are available. For those viewing in YouTube land, if you haven't already, please like this video Subscribe to the Talking Studios channel for all our exciting content, and follow us on Twitter at Talking Studios. Check out other shows by Talking Studios, including Keep Making Movies, where we explore micro-budget films, Limited Lexicon, where we play through text-based adventure games, and Get the Point where we slowly reveal a movie poster and try to guess which movie poster it is. Got a question for us? Call the Talking Studios hotline at 201-467-8679 and leave a message. It may be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Talking Pictures Trivia wherever fine podcasts are found. Ding, 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 ding! Do relationships boil? Does that make sense? Oh,
0: yeah. Hey, these ones boiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you say it confidently, it works. I say everything confidently. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: why it all works. Wow. Talking studios.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding.